Evidence and Answers. Evidence and Answers is a Christian apologetics ministry led by Dr. Pat Zucran. Pat provides compelling messages from top apologetic scholars defending the Christian worldview and provides valuable resources for every person seeking answers to life's questions, as well as addressing key issues of our time, serving to equip Christians who want to effectively engage their world for Christ is our focus. Should transgender males who identify as females be allowed unrestricted access to female-only facilities, such as restrooms, locker rooms, and female shelters? Should transgender males be allowed to compete as women? The Equality Act introduced by the president seeks to establish these rights and more for transgender individuals. Despite claiming this is a step for equal rights, the Equality Act is an assault against women, truth, medical health, and the image of God. You're tuned to Evidence and Answers radio broadcast with your host, Pat Zucran. Pat is an author, teacher, and international speaker in the area of Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. Today, our host, Pat, will be sharing from his weekly YouTube show, Question of the Week, and will explain the problems with the Equality Act and how it reflects the moral and spiritual state of our nation. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of Question of the Week, a ministry brought to you by the Honolulu Christian Church and evidence and answers. And so each week we try to address a critical issue or answer questions that skeptics and critics and seekers may have about Christianity. Well, you've been hearing a lot on this issue lately, the Equality Act. And I've been asked a lot of questions on what is the Equality Act and what exactly is wrong with the Equality Act. And so we're going to address this issue today because there are some very significant issues that we need to address here and that come up as a result of the Equality Act here. It's one of the policies that our president promised to initiate in his first hundred days of office and I think it raises some very significant issues that every person needs to be aware of and address. Well, what is the Equality Act? I'm going to read section one from the President's Equality Act, and Section 1 reads this. It says, Every person should be treated with respect and dignity and should be able to live without fear, no matter who they are or whom they love. Children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to the restroom, the locker room, or school sports. Adults should be able to earn a living and pursue a vocation knowing that they will not be fired, demoted, or mistreated because of whom they go home to or because how they dress does not conform to sex-based stereotypes. People should be able to access health care and secure a roof over their heads without being subjected to sex discrimination. All persons should receive equal treatment under the law, no matter their gender, identity, or sexual orientation. That's just section one, all right, of the Presidential Act here. And if you look at the bill that goes with this HR5, that the House voted on it. It expands on this and I'll share a little bit about it, but you can read it on the internet or any government website. What is Bill HR 5 or the President's Equality Act? But basically they're saying this, that males who identify as females or vice versa should be allowed full access. So males who identify as females should be allowed full access to female 
exclusive facilities such as female locker rooms, female showers, female bathrooms, female prisons or female shelters, right? So transgender males should be allowed and not restricted also from fully participating in female-only sports. And organizations like churches and private businesses or private schools, Christian schools, Jewish schools, Islamic schools, Christian groups cannot discriminate against people because of their sexual orientation. So it's different from the racial issue here. Race is something that you are born with. This one addresses specifically the issue of sexual choice or sexual orientation. Now, let's clarify a little bit here the difference between sex and gender. Now, basically, here's the difference, okay? And we're going to make it real easy. Sex is your biological makeup. Gender is what you think you are, all right? So sex is what is between your legs. Gender is between your ears, okay? Sex is your biological makeup. Gender is what you think or feel you are. Right? And that's the difference between sex and gender. So someone can be biologically or sex male, but gender female or vice versa because gender is what you think you are all right? or feel that you are. Now, there's several major problems with the Equality Act, and I'm just going to go over five today, but there's a lot more that we could go over. But first, the Equality Act is actually an assault on women. Because there's a physical danger to women when a male shares the restroom, dressing rooms, locker rooms, female shelters with women. I mean, women have different physical needs that require more privacy than men. And this bill does not care for women who have been abused or assaulted by men. Imagine a woman that has suffered abuse or has been assaulted, you know, by a man. Suddenly, seeing a man next to them in the shower or in the bathroom. Transgender males will be allowed then full access to places like women's shelters. And so you can see that this bill would give predators free and open access to women-only private facilities. So the safety of women here comes into question. You know, and in several states already, for example, in Alaska, a biological male identifying as a female tried to gain access to a female woman's shelter. Many of the women there had been victims of trafficking or sexual abuse and they would be sleeping in the shelter there in beds right next to each other and the shelter denied this man the ability to come into that shelter and so he sued the woman's shelter. If this law is passed then they cannot deny him, if he identifies as a woman, access to something like the women's shelter. Or if a man identifying as a woman wants to be imprisoned in the women's prison, then we have had several cases where men who identified as women wanted to be in the prison, in the women-only prisons. And so we've had several cases of those. Well, if this bill passes, then it would allow these inmates who are male but identify as female then to go to female-only prisons. So there's some problems there. Second, you know, there's a huge disadvantage for women when biological males compete against women in sports. You know, I mean, it's medically proven, you know, even after two years of estrogen treatments, biological males have a definite advantage 
over female athletes, all right? Just because you're taking estrogen doesn't change your bone structure. Males have bigger muscles, larger hearts, wider shoulders. There is a definite at physical advantage of males over females. And we can see already transgender males dominating female sports, costing women college scholarships and others. For example, in Connecticut, two transgender males completely dominated the track and field contest and shattered the female records that stood there for 15 years. Well, finally, there was a lawsuit leveled against them because it cost several of the girls you know, their scholarships to particular colleges. Here's another one. In an MMA fight, a male transgender fighter, Phelan Fox, fractured the skull of his female opponent because he's obviously a male and he was fighting against a female opponent and took her out in the first round fracturing her skull. Now that would be a crime in almost any country. All right, So you can see how crazy it's getting here. Now I've played many sports from volleyball to soccer to karate and jiu-jitsu and golf and tennis, football, baseball, and I can tell you guys have an advantage over women. All right, all things being equal, you get people of the same age, you know, of the same kind of training. Men have advantage over the women much of the time. I remember even being in the martial arts, you know, when I was a lowly blue belt, I was able to take on women who are much higher rank and often beat them. Not because I was so great, just because physically I'm stronger and I had the advantage, right? Now when I'm going up against the female black belts, okay, that's another story, but that's because their skills were so highly tuned by that time. But my point is, you know, for a woman to compete against a man, her skills had to be so much more advanced. But if all things are equal, you know, the male has the advantage over the female. So the Equality Act really is an assault on women. Second, the Equality Act is an assault on the image of God. You know, this is a perversion of the image of God. Genesis 1 states that God created man in his image, male and female, he created them. Right, so there are only two genders. I think Facebook had over 20 genders you could identify as. There's only two, male and female. So same-sex marriage is an attack on God's institution. Transgenderism is an attack on the very image of God, and there's only two genders God created, male and female. And the differences we know are more than physical, right? It goes down to our very DNA, our chemistry, because our biological design is a design created by God. And to go against that, you go against God's design. We're learning, right? Well, actually, we knew this from long ago, but we know you cannot change a gender just by adding or removing body parts. Our very gender differences, our, our biological differences between male and female go down to our chromosomes, to our very DNA. And so you just cannot change body parts and try to change the chemistry of a person and hope to make a male a female. It just doesn't happen because that's going against God's created design. And we know that sex change operations do not lessen the rate of depression and suicide in those who are suffering from what we call this gender dysphoria. Third, the Equality Act is an assault on truth. Truth is one of the most powerful things in the world. We're created in the image of God to know truth, to discover truth, 
and to live according to that truth, not according to what is false or a false reality. Now, the definition of truth in the Bible and throughout history has always been this. Truth is what corresponds to reality. Truth matches the facts. All right, I am wearing a black shirt. It matches reality. It corresponds to the facts. I can believe sincerely as much as I want that I have a white shirt on, but it doesn't make it white because truth is not what I perceive. Truth matches the facts. Truth is outside and I conform to the truth that is outside of me. Okay, I discover it and I conform to it. Transgenderism is teaching our children this. Truth is what I feel. Truth is what I perceive in my mind and reality conforms to the truth that I feel or what I have perceived in my mind. And that's where modern philosophy or continental philosophy goes wrong, okay? Truth is out here, we discover it and conform to it. But there was a philosophical change in the modern era where it said, no, truth is created in here and the world conforms to the truth that I've created in my mind. And you can see right away how illogical that is and what dangerous thinking that can lead to. But in transgenderism, this is what we're teaching our young people. Biologically, you're male, all right? But you feel or you think or you want to perceive you are female. And so reality conforms to what you think and feel. That's a very dangerous definition of truth. I can believe all I want that I'm Superman and I can fly, all right? I can believe that all I want and, you know, believe that it is absolutely real. But if I go jump off a 10-story building, I'm going to be in a whole lot of trouble. And we're teaching our youth, biologically, when you look in the mirror, you've got male parts. But truth is what you create in here, and truth will conform to what you perceive or what you feel. And encouraging wrong thinking and feeling only increases the problem. When a person is suffering from gender dysphoria, what they need is treatment for a mental illness, not a change of body parts. We need to teach our young people, no, truth is what corresponds to reality. The facts are when you look in the mirror, biologically you are male or you are bi biologically female. All right, now you're not comfortable in your body. Let's do what we can to get you comfortable by the biological makeup that God has created you as. Because truth is what corresponds to reality and we conform to the facts. We don't create the facts and say, well, I feel this way, therefore reality should conform to the way I feel or the way I want to perceive. So it's an assault on truth. Fourth, the Equality Act is an assault on freedom of speech and everyone should be concerned here. It goes against our existing civil rights and constitutional freedoms because it forces everyone to agree with a controversial government-imposed ideology on sexuality, all right? And if you speak out against transgenderism or the Equality Act, you can be sure that you're going to be penalized in some way. So changing Title VI to include sexual orientation and gender identity now means that any school or private institution that receives some kind of financial assistance would have to adopt these transgender policies in sports 
and in private facilities. Now, Section 2 of the H.R. 5 bill, or the Equality Bill, presented by the House, refers to the belief that marriage is between a man and a woman is a sexual stereotype. It is a stereotype, all right? And those who are against same-sex marriage, those who believe that there are only two biological sexes, male and female, those who oppose this kind of transgender ideology, often you'll see labeled as racist, okay, or oppressors, or churches that oppose, or books that may oppose this transgender ideology, that kind of language or speech is called hate speech. And they're really trying to push really hard to make it a hate crime. And you're going to be censored or penalized. And if this bill does pass, it becomes, you know, a civil right. Perhaps you churches, Christian institutions, Jewish, Islamic institutions, and others are in danger then of being sued. And we can see in today's what's called the cancel culture. Those who identify genders are canceled or discriminated against as promoting hate speech or hate ideology just in recent times. The classic children's book series, Dr. Seuss, was removed from bookstores and libraries and other institutions. Mr. Potato Head was removed from stores and internet uh, sales sites because it promoted discrimination and hate speech. Great book, one that you will want to get, all right, that, because I get a lot of my information from this book. When Harry Became Sally has been banned from Amazon. So you can no longer get it in the Kindle version or order it on Amazon. Luckily, I got it years before, but books like that have been banned. So you can see now books or institutions or people who are speaking out against this transgender ideology are being censored now or in our culture being canceled. So churches that speak out on this issue pastors who are going to start preaching these kinds of sermons should this bill pass you're in danger of being sued for hate speech counselors now in schools can no longer counsel students who are suffering from gender dysphoria or gender confusion can no longer counsel them to become comfortable with their biological body now they have to encourage them to start pursuing sex change transformation. And you look at counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, and others to counsel people to become comfortable with their biological bodies then. That also is going to affect their counseling practice as well because that will be considered hateful. So it's an assault on the freedom of speech. And finally, it's an assault on the medical practice. How do doctors diagnose patients who identify as the opposite sex? I mean, how do you diagnose them? What prescriptions do pharmacists prescribe now? I mean, everyone knows that the chemical makeup of male and females are different, so their prescriptions are going to be different. But if I insist that I am a female when I'm bi biologically a male, I mean, how do you diagnose me then? You know, what are counselors now allowed to say? It's an assault on the medical practice because doctors no longer help cure a patient, but now are ordered to give the patient what they want. So it's an assault on the medical field as well. And, you know, if someone comes in with a mental illness like gender dysphoria, promoting 
false thinking and promoting an unhealthy kind of behavior, moving it, encouraging it in the wrong direction, only adds to the problem. True love identifies the facts and will move a person towards the truth and embrace the truth and live according to truth, not promote what is false and encourage a person to embrace a false reality and a false ideology. Well, how can we get back on the right track here? I encourage you to go to our website at evidenceandanswers.org. I've done many interviews with top psychologists, psychiatrists, and others on this particular issue, but let me just give three pointers here as we come to an end. First, in the Bible, equal doesn't mean identical. All right, we've got the term equality all confused here. Equality doesn't mean identical, all right? Just because the Bible teaches equality of men and women, the Bible doesn't say that men and women are identical to one another. They're equal in value before God. We are both male and female, created in the image of God. But we are different. God designed us different to fulfill different roles in life, to fulfill his mission. So equality doesn't mean that we are identical. Even in economics, everyone, equality means we are all equal in value. We should all have laws that protect fair business practice. But that doesn't mean everybody has to earn exactly the same amount. Everybody must dress the same. Equality doesn't mean identity here. Second, without God, the source of truth, there's no foundation for truth then. In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Truth is rooted in God and in the very character and nature of God. And then if there is no God, there's no foundation for truth. If there's no foundation for truth, there's no foundation for right and wrong. Because if truth is not rooted in God, how is truth created? Man. Okay? <laughs> it, truth is rooted in man. Okay? And we end up creating truth from our perspective. And we are not all-knowing, all-seeing, eternal. So who determines truth? Who determines right and wrong? Well, the most dominant. And you end up with an ethical system of might makes right. And that's what Nietzsche said. Frederick Nietzsche, the philosopher who said God is dead. He said once God is gone, there's no basis for truth, no foundation for ethics. It comes down to who is the loudest and most dominant. Might makes right. And you're going to end up in a divided nation in tribal warfare. Because now who determines right and wrong here in a nation that has abandoned God? Whoever can impose their will on the others, might makes right. And you're going to end up in all kinds of tribal warfare and a divided nation, which is what you're seeing today. That's what our founding fathers warned us about. They said, freedom is built on two pillars, religion. Christianity is what they meant when they said religion. Religion and morality. From Washington to Reagan, they warned us, can't have a universal moral law without a moral lawgiver. You can't have a morally good people without a God and the moral law of God. They said you remove those two foundations and freedom will collapse. So third, our nation then, the ultimate problem then, the ultimate problem then is spiritual. So our nation needs to turn back to God. And this is where our churches have got to be equipped to proclaim the truth powerfully and not compromise on the message of truth despite 
the pressure they may be feeling from the government and the culture around them. Second, they need to be able to defend that truth in a culture that has turned away from God and His truth. This is something which too few churches and Christians are equipped and willing to do. So now in our day, in a culture that's turning away from God, we need churches and Christians who can defend the existence of God and the moral law of God. If there is a God, then there can be a moral law of God, there can be a Son of God, and there can be a Word of God. And that's what we are equipping you to do at Evidence and Answers, but also on this show brought to you by the Honolulu Christian Church and Evidence and Answers Question of the Week. Well, thanks for joining us. I think our time is running out here. A very important issue. I hope you look at it and do some further research. And if you've got questions on this issue, email me this week at pat at evidenceandanswers.org. Pat at evidenceandanswers.org. Or you can go to our website there and read articles on this very important issue. So thanks for being with us. We look forward to seeing you again here on Question of the Week. run out of time. Thank you for joining us here on Evidence and Answers radio broadcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you would like Pat to speak at your church, Bible study, or perhaps hold an apologetics conference, give him a call locally in Hawaii. That number is 483-0586. Or you may contact him through the Evidence and Answers website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. To keep broadcasts like Pat's on the air, we rely on generous support from you, our listeners. For the opportunity to donate, head on over to our website. Once again, that's evidenceandanswers.org. And you may do so right there online on the homepage. You'll also find we have a wide variety of resources available to you. Everything from atheism to Zen Buddhism, including articles and additional audio for you to listen to or download. So be sure to share our website with those around you. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide compelling reasons for faith in Christ. That's Evidence and Answers with Pat Zuccarat. Oh, 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 oh,